Could you please stop being such a buzzkill? Welcome back to Buzzkill. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So welcome back, Cotter shit. That's what we need. So today we're going to talk about X. Correct. I mean, I know I went and saw it. We both saw it uh, <laughs> last evening. Um, and let me just start with like the positives about the movie. Um, I think there's there's a, there's there's some things about it that like I liked. Um, for one, it's coherent, right? And that's that is like an undervalued sort of. It's not trying to say a whole lot, which is not a bad thing. Right. But Ty West specifically as a filmmaker, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one, that's one like thing you can always say about him is that his, he makes coherent movies. And I feel like that's a really, like, that's really underrated. Cause I feel like a lot of filmmakers, you can't really say that about. Um, and well, that was maybe, a critique you had of the Batman that it was incoherent. Right. And, and which <laughs> I did have a thought it, about the Batman for one second before you, finish up on x i was thinking you know we're talking about throwing these sardonic lenses on it and everything and i was like what other ways are there for me to look at this movie where it might be more enjoyable because sometimes that's the funny thing if you find a certain way to view the movie it becomes better and it's batman is social justice warrior riddler is antifa maybe i think that's what i really think that's that's what they're after I definitely think that's what they were asking. That's what I was wondering, but (laughs) in that case, I might not disagree that the social justice warrior is ineffective. He's just beating up nobodies on the street and really doing nothing to make life better, but at the end of the movie, he was actually trying to help people instead. Yeah, that's definitely my interpretation of of, that's what it seemed like to me. It seemed like basically John McWhorter wrote the Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Or Uh, any of the screenwriters we know on Facebook. Right. Well, most Uh, of them would be rooting for the social justice warrior. That's the problem. Exactly. Um, If Batman wouldn't have had the turn of heart, he would have just kept beating (laughs) up fucking losers at the end. Yeah, that's what he does best. He brutally assaults citizens of Gotham. Uh, But (laughs) but, back to X. yeah, I would say like Ty West. Uh, maybe maybe it's because Ty West tends to write and direct yeah. and edit. Like is one of the big reasons why um, his films tend to be sort of like a very coherent, you know. Um, and I give him props for that as well. Um, I have to give. I always grade, you know, writer directors on a different grade than like just directors. Agreed. You know, what I'm saying like you have to put them in a category all by themselves. Um, and again, I feel like this movie was also, uh, I liked the casting. I thought it was well cast. Totally. Um, I thought Mia Goth was great. Perfect. Um, uh, I thought, what else? Kim like that Cuddy open, was awesome. <laughs> Kim Cuddy wasn't bad at all. And uh, perfect, I felt, I, I, I like Britney Snow as well. Um, I liked the opening shot, the way it was like, uh, it looked like it was, they were going to shoot it four, three. Until yeah. you, until it pushes forward, Push and you realize, oh shoot, there's a, there's a go yeah through the doorway. I was like, all right, that's that's kind of cool, you know. It had some, it had some little flourishes about it. Um, yeah. But my issue with this film is the fact that it's too pati- uh, pastiche for me. Right, one, one amongst many. Right. Um, I feel like, and maybe this is just speaks to sort of like my, uh, my, like, 
my own sort of like history as a as like a film goer and a film watcher and a, and a fan of like genre stuff right like i've just progressed beyond this pastiche stage as as just you know personally um like i really don't respond the way i used to respond like and i know like this this is going to be like this movie's going to get like four stars um and stuff like that on like letterbox and like uh, horror fans are going to eat this movie up uh because you know um horror fans takes, are what ticks the boxes it ticks the boxes they're easy horror, horror fans in general are easy to please um they don't ask for much um mm. and they're very their taste is very very like questionable in general like like you know what i mean um, which is what i appreciate about them the most <laughs> yeah like trauma I do, fans like r- right I, I so it's like one of those <laughs> things where i kind of are kind of already understand like the reception for this movie um like this is you know this isn't as as good as like house of the devil you know what i mean which is ty right. west's it's like debut yeah that's his that no, wasn't his debut his debut was the uh the one about bats i can't remember oh, like, that's right, that's uh, right yeah right, i can't right. remember what, yeah i can't remember house of the devil was the first one i saw yeah I but house like, of the devil was like the one that like break out yeah that's like for most people like that's like ty west house of know. the devil's dope yeah i like ty i like uh uh house of the devil and i've liked other ty west films too um but for me okay Let's just get into the let's just get into the buzzkill. I mean, yeah, let's just get into it. Okay, like why? And I was telling you this yes last night, like why I do not understand why A24 horror films think that like old people are so scary. And they like they, they have an obsession with naked old people and just it's it's a trope now. The creepy old person is a trope. Like, and it's like and well, I put my this answer in- when you texted me that was because it's run by hipsters, like you know, <laughs> right. hipsters who it's it's weird. Know. It's like that's not scary. Okay. It's 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 not. And then when you really think about it, like, you know, um tr- to try to really like and again, like at this point, people like we've had this conversation, me and Jason, we mentioned it in the first episode, and I'm still gonna mention it is yo, this is an adult. You know, being an adult, this is an adult thing. Um, ironically, because uh, quote unquote, in the movie, they're shooting an adult film. Right. I don't mean an adult in that way. I mean an adult in just the fact that, like, look, we're going to talk about spoilers. So yeah, yeah, for you know, sure. So I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it. So uh, at this point, if you haven't seen it, pause it, come back, whatever. Uh, now, a whole entire group of able-bodied young people <laughs> are murdered. One by one, by two geriatrics, decrepit, decrepit. I mean, in needs of hip, like in need of a hip replacement, like all, both of them. And the woman, the, the old woman, can't sneak up on anybody. How, how is this woman sneaking up on any of these people? Dude. Like the suspension of disbelief, right? It's, like you I would just smell cigarettes in Ben Gay ten feet before she ex- gets ex- Exactly, yeah. it just makes no sense. Then the, the, the like, and okay, so and also like her motivation is like, okay, this is a horny old lady. Okay, so th- she's so horny and unfulfilled sexually, <laughs> which is hilarious. But right, well, like, but, like, right, it's like you. There's levels to like unpack like what this movie is well, like. I think it asks you like a lot of movies. <laughs> it does and a lot of. 
bad Hollywood movies, they mm-hmm. ask you to suspend disbelief. In this, if you suspend disbelief, I could see it being a good time as far as, oh, man, this nasty old lady's going around killing these fucking teenagers, whatever. I mean, if you think about it, she wasn't as geriatric, of course, but Mama Voorhees in the first Friday the 13th is fucking just as absurd. And, you know, that's canon and shit for horror fans. But <laughs> this was a whole new level. And this had, you said it's like a trope, the naked old person. Yes. Think back to The Shining, kind of the first example of the mm-hmm. creepy naked old person. But in that, mm-hmm. it was a mind fuck. It was like, oh, there's this hot young woman. And then I started making out with her. Oh, shit. It's this creepy old hag laughing at me. Just seeing old naked people. It's kind of degrading. I remember when the OK Boomer thing hit and I was like, look, I get it. You know, their principles and shit. I get what you're critiquing. But my only concern was this OK Boomer thing. that's like, fuck old people and throw away old people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or right look at old people with something to fear or castigate or something and it's like i don't know man i think old people got a lot to offer i'd love to sit and listen to old fuckers tell stories at the vfw or whatever you know um no i and, agree i yeah. agree there is there is a weird when you say okay boomer i know when certain people are using it it's a certain way um some people would just seem like anytime an old person said something okay boomer shut up mom well, that kind of oh well, yeah well i feel like i feel like that was a funny sort of like uh quick Agreed. Like it was, you know, like OK Boomer was like a viral sort of like catch catch all, right. like meme almost, where it's like OK. And Boomer. it's great for that and, purpose. It was. I mean, now it's perfect. now now it's like that's old. That's old. Like that's right. you know, <laughs> no pun intended. That's old now, right? Like right. like OK Boomers like came and gone. Like it's several different meme cycles in the past, but. You're right. Like, I feel like a lot of people just, you know, just like any like any other kind of trend, like social trend, like a meme or whatever. A lot of people just hopped on, you know, and just misuse it. They yeah. don't get the I, they don't know how to use it. They you know, got like, co-opted like a, by unsophisticated people. Got don't co-opted even realize by, right. People with no sense of humor. Right. People right. who have like, you know, like 10 ears. They have like 10 ears like they don't have timing. It's no sense of like, you know what I mean? Like, OK, Boomer dropped in the right setting right. at the right thing is a fucking it's it's like oh like, right it's like yeah. it's like you duck on them like immediately yeah, but now it's, it's just like mm. it's like it's like those people we know who keep saying that like to this day it's like 2022 and they're still calling people dude bros or like you know like go like you call someone a dude bro or like a nutsack or right. or or like just just dated sort of like you know like and we know people like that like there's people are still oh, yeah. saying dumpster fire like or mm-hmm. you know the orange cheeto man shit from like back when Trump was president like i i, I still hear people still hear people referring to the cheeto thing still yeah right. like it wasn't funny after the first 1700 right. people said it but you know you know but that's what people do like somebody will say something funny then all the unfunny fucking whip the dead horse right the basics you know what i'm but saying my point i just used the um, okay boomer <laughs> thing is like that was yeah. my my secondary my initial thought was haha that's fucking perfect it's perfection second thought was and eh, i'm seeing some people just using it in the wrong context or whatever and it just my whole point was i think society when we grew up even i don't know you're how old 40 now Shh, keep it keep it quiet. I know, you're <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but, uh, uh, yeah. Dude, I was yeah, born in 1977. So yeah. when I came up, it was the dawn of Pong, and we still had three mm-hmm. fucking channels and UHF and VHF channels and shit, you know, until the mid-80s or early 80s, if you had money, cable kicked in, late 80s for us, really. But uh 
And I feel like the way we grew up before was respect your elders, which can be bad because they got a lot of fucking dumb, antiquated ideas and they rely on tradition too much. But to see the value in the old things and the Wizard of Oz came on TV every year and at a certain time and we looked back with and understood the value of looking back, such as learning from history, et cetera. And I think nowadays we're in this information age where shit is being thrown at you 24 seven, that people are always looking for what's, what's new, what's now, what's next. And they don't think to look back that often. And that's what I'm talking about. Hipsters fearing or not respecting old people with a 24 employing this old people. Well, I will say this, uh, a 24, uh, even a hipster, like even that's sort of like dated now, but like a 24, right, but I'm old, Yeah, but like hipster. No, but I feel like, I feel like a 24 definitely has, uh, sort of hipster vibes. Like yeah, as, you know as, as, I feel as like a, Brooklyn, New York production yeah, company, you know, yeah. maybe it's because of good time. And yeah. And I, I mean, personally I've, i have this criticism of a24 in general like i feel like it's vibes based cinema mm-hmm. like um in general like it has the aesthetics of prestige it's what people have come to associate with being like artful uh-huh. right and it's like really a bad thing like um because it's like this house style and like yeah some of a24 films i like or whatever but like as a whole like i really don't like feel like uh they're, they're they are there's like, definitely a certain there's an a24 film a24 like you is, it, you're like i bet a24 made the shit yep they did yeah, you know? there's a house style and there's mm-hmm. also like it is the mcu for sort of like mm-hmm. f- film basics you know what i'm saying basic burger cinephiles like that's what a24 is so like if you're like like it's basic it's like yo like entry level to like what people would perceive as having taste like, you know what I'm saying? But like to actually have taste requires you to go beyond just identifying some sort of like a um, uh, 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 movie production house that wants to be sort of like a curator. Right. right? Like they want to be a curator. Like we are we give the stamp of approval or some shit like, you know, and it's right. like, like right. Criterion who's doing the same thing. Criterion is mm-hmm. not only looking at the shit that's coming out that they think will be canon, but looking back. Like I said, A24 is just putting out new stuff. And I think it's kind of a launch pad for this generation of filmmakers that's coming up. But the problem is these guys are just the more pretentious J.J. Abrams types. A lot of times, like they're just aping the tenant or whatever movie they might have watched or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a vibe, but they're doing it in this darker, somber, kind of heavy handed. Like I get, again, being the king of duality, why you don't dig eggers films mm-hmm. right. i get <laughs> yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. i think nah. he's a notch above some of these other guys that are i like i like i told you this before i like the concept of eggers like right. i like the like I, I do respect that he makes original shit and he doesn't because like he's in a position where he could easily go back i'm gonna, ca- I'm gonna mm-hmm. cash this check and get hop on this marvel crap or like hop on this DC, you know, whatever. He could take the big movie. He could take the big IP and he doesn't. He's like not interested in that. And on that level, I have to like give it up. Uh, but I like his me, attention to detail. Like in the I, witch, see, it feels the authentic. That it, that's, but that's the, the thing with thing me though. That's on. the thing with me though. Uh, and I think I was listening to, uh, who was it? It may have been a writer. Was it John Osborne? Uh, may have been. Um, may have been John David Osborne. He's a novelist, right? And he was talking about um, 
what was he saying? He was saying something to the the effect of like, there's a way that like, when you make art, right, that you want to go back to sort of, uh, and I'm paraphrasing this because he was paraphrasing someone else. um, And it might've been, he heard it from like Jordan Harper, who's also a novelist uh, and and a TV writer guy um, who has a good sub stacks, by the way, which uh, anybody should check out. It's called like, welcome to the hammer party. But uh, he was saying like this idea about like, um, operating from the beginner's mind right and there is a there is a a way to approach art where it's like too calculated right it's like the details are you're going like it's so precise it's so like and it's like some a a big element of art and i've said this before too like art like there's people who who are really smart right but when they try to make art they're too intellectual Mm -hmm. right and it fucks it up Right. And it's like and then, you know, somebody who's an absolute like dullard who who can like make great art because fundamentally being smart isn't necessarily a requirement Absolutely to make, to make art expression. It's know? a form of expression. If, and if you're tapped into that, that sort of expression, sometimes it's a more pure. I get what you're pure, saying, because you're right. not overthinking. And with Eggers, and with, to, with yeah. Eggers like those the minutiae, the details, the like the like, let me let me make the dialogue sound like this. And let me like, you know, like he's he's like trying to like have them speak in like medieval uh, like uh, 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 it's like I forget he was doing he was doing some like research it was, it was for the witch or it might have been for the lighthouse where he was like trying to like write in a in a style of from like old books he read from, from old books period. he read and it's like in that type of like attention which on, like one level, <laughs> I, on one level i do know on one level i respect it but but like when it's like every single thing it starts to feel a little try hard so so it's you. like so it's like when you're trying too hard now Again, it's that's like a twenty-four-year-old dude making his first film. Right, that could be a sin of the young filmmaker, the tryhard. He's he, only on his third one now. Well, he's so. on his third. I don't even know how old is he now. He must be almost thirty, like right? Late twenties, probably. Yeah. Okay, so he's very young. So you know, I want to give him a break, but at the same time, like I do find a lot. Of I want to see what his next movie is. It's kind of like when Reffin first hit. I want to see what his next thing is. See, but I like Reffin. I like Reffin, like flaws and all, because I feel like he kind of understands that. Well, he's expressing himself in a less right and, and reference idea of what's intellectual. Like when you watch something like Only God Forgives, I get the feeling he's trying to make it this thematic gut punch, but you're kind of like, eh, I'm just that's one of those movies, style. though. That's one of those movies that, like, upon initial perception, it was like people were shitting on it, but like now it's like pops up on. I see people that movie gets like reappraised now all the time, like it pops up on people's best movies of the 21st century. And sh- it's like, just a very simple things it's a right. revenge tale there's not a lot right. going on which again isn't necessarily a bad thing i don't necessarily stuff. agree with that i don't necessarily agree that it's that that good but i do think it's better than initial sort of like uh uh opinions of how it was uh uh i do like the sort of him and the william freaking interaction when he had that interview oh, yeah. with freaking and he, he referred to it as a, a masterpiece and like you know freaking was like are you are you high right so you know on some and level, i love how he sounds just like donald trump freaking with his voice <laughs> they have a very trump similar day, they, they have very similar uh uh, uh like <laughs> communication styles <laughs> yes uh um, but here's the thing though reffin makes vibes movies too vibes yeah. movies can be good everything can be good right uh, intellectual art can be the shit if it's done well and it's subjective of course um well, unsophisticated there's a, there's a, 
art made by dullards can be the best stuff you yeah know? I, it's a delicate balance right it's like, spectrum and it's all subjective right. so right it's also this is the shit again this shit is all subjective we're just giving like, our opinions we're just giving our opinions right like I, that's why i say with people all the time like people can watch this movie and be like it's the greatest movie ever and yeah. like i'll be like that's fine no like, you say really, defend it though you, I mean, like, articulate right, you, and defend why. If you ask me, I will say, I this is why I do. I this is why I disagree, right? And this is why I think right. it isn't right. Um, but I don't get offended by people. See, people are weird, you know, when it comes to shit like this, because it's like if somebody really loves something, right? And I said this before yeah, in the last episode. Yeah. Like, if somebody really loves something, right? Like that doesn't bother me, even if I hate it, it doesn't bother me. Like it really doesn't. I, you know, I'm just like, all right, well, they. They love it. Was like, there a point in your life when it did bother you when you were young? Yeah, when I was just, younger, yeah. I feel like when you're young, you're kind of just like too. You got to take everybody where they're at because young yeah. people are fucking stupid. But 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 come come on, Jay. We know old ass people. Oh people no, no, no. This, I touched on this. Okay, boomer. Of course, there's old <laughs> yeah. people who have bad ideas and they're just stuck but, in their ways. But and we they know never people. Evolve. We know people our age and you know in in, in that vicinity mm-hmm. of age age bracket or group, right? Oh yeah. Who are basically at that level and have been at that level since like adolescence to now, like in terms of like, you can't say shit about the movies they like. You can't say shit about the movie. You can't, you can't even express yourself. Like most people are just children with pubic hair. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) We basically don't evolve emotionally that much. Most people get hardened through life or something. They don't really emotionally evolve. They're not trying to, we talked about this last time. Most people are just intellectually lazy. And they're cowards. Yeah, so facts. It's hard to do that kind of shit. You know, children with pubic hair is crazy. <laughs> By the way, that, that's a crazy description. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> kind of like, it's well, it, unsettling. That's unsettling. Ty West's um, next movie is little kids uh, with. Let's let's with, let's let's like stay away. Some Cronenberg shit. Yeah, let's 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 let's. <laughs> whoa, you know, uh, if you want to be a literalist, right? That is nasty. Um, but um, I'm trying to think about like what about x specifically that just like bothers me i mean and bother may be too strong of a word i don't really necessarily think it bothers me i just kind of like understand like on one level like i understand people wanting to like support um original sort of uh movies and specifically you know genre stuff wanting people to uh come out come out and show and we did i mean we both purchased a ticket and went and saw it so um you know like we are you know for whatever we have to say about this movie negative or positive or whatever we bought a ticket so regardless of whether we don't support it being made for sure we support we supported it we've already done that so whatever i do from this point in terms of my criticisms of the film like you really you know like shut the fuck up (laughs) other people you talk out of buying a ticket (laughs) right i mean like they could be like you're whatever but i think it's i think it did pretty well and i believe that uh, well i was looking at rotten tomatoes and i want to talk about that shit for a second because rotten tomatoes is hilarious every critic can give something a c minus and it gets a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and people think it's the shit. It's and it's really, a 98%. No, it just means they all didn't fail it. Right, right. Rotten it's Tomatoes like, is a it, joke. You could be a D and have a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes because everyone just gave it a pass. It's a pass-fail almost, you know what I mean? Right, um, right. And then you got, like, the whole, like... But this did crush it on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics, even. I was surprised. Yeah, but again, like, 
what is what are critics now like we no, have no paul we have no pauline kales anymore it's kind of why i brought this up too because i want to yeah, dig into it's, that it's like, like criticism is a dead art because now everybody wants to sell out again back to the same shit i always because i'm a broken record if you don't know that i'm a broken record oh, yeah. but because of that like Likewise. um um like you, you have critics who are like they don't they want to stay in the good graces of a24 they want to stay in the good graces of marvel you know what I'm saying? So because they want to still get their free screenings or they want a job. You know, all these motherfuckers that case, want- the truest kind of criticism is the anonymous shit you see on the internet just from fucking local folks or regular there's still, folks. There's still there's still like critics out there, like Mark Commode, who's British. I mean Kermode. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he still Kermode. does. I, <laughs> Kermode. Kermode this you gotta take a piss. Mark, Mark Kermode is 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 a pretty like decent critic i think of course overall. there's always outliers there's going to be greats at any but he, pursuit but man. he's he's in the very the very like he's a rare sort of you know critic he's why rotten tomatoes is pointless you should just seek out his opinion and the opinion right. of a few like him because rotten right. tomatoes is just this amalgamation of opinion like is it good or bad i don't know it's subjective motherfucker first off secondly half these people I don't know how they get credentialed on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, who are you in your opinion? The, the studios got money in that shit, dude. It's 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 all it's you know it's all for them to sort of control the narrative. I mean, a lot and of them just, are fringe though. But I guess yeah, mm-hmm. if it's some fringe thing they see and analyze as being friendly to the they type have of stuff that, they're making, they could you know give it credentials. Yeah, they have that shit gamed. They know exactly you know the they always cre- have. Yeah, I mean, the they Oscars or yeah, same thing. Propaganda. Same. Same thing. Right. Right. It's it's all it's all like gamed. And and like I watched, you know, this movie and I just think think about like sort of um, beyond just like I, the, the you know, the weird sort of like being killed. These whole all these people being killed by, you know, old people. Yeah. Let's dig into the movie because there's right, right, right. The actual it, dumb shit in it. Like it's just like, OK, it has some interesting moments in it. Like, you know, um. I don't know really his commentaries on sex are interesting i did appreciate that too i did appreciate that it's a movie with sex mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of neutered sex because this is the only sort of way that's how uh, you get it through but that's how yeah, you get it through there was right. part of me that was like god i hope there's a director's cut where he pulled a michael Winterbottom and these people that's, actually fuck like you ever see or hear of nine songs I, <laughs> I don't want i don't care if they actually fuck but i just think it'd be <laughs> hilarious like but my thing is this though my thing is it. Julie well, Christie and Sutherland. It's weird that they can make a movie about shooting porn, right? And it's mm-hmm. not feel sexy. Yeah, I mean, most porn doesn't. I mean, more most porn, yeah. you're right. Most porn isn't sexy. But what I mean by that is like, it's weird because you feel safe watching this movie. Yeah. Like people, I you know, I've heard people say like, you know, I do think like some of the uh, 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 the cinematography mixed with some of like the uh, the gory aspects of the movie are kind of like successful in terms of like they do make you sort of squirm a little bit like when you know like mm-hmm. when uh jenny ortega gets her her hand chopped with the axe i kind of was like it was effective right and like um you know even when dude gets stabbed like that was kind of like again like i had to suspend my disbelief like the idea that like mm-hmm. his blood is going to squirt on the headlights and then the headlights yeah, yeah, that was him going genre <laughs> yeah yeah that was him doing like some argento shit like yeah. like and it was just like I was like, bro, like, and again, like the 22 year old of me would be like, oh, it's fucking, you know, but I'm like, now I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I just, this shit doesn't move me, but I understand that like it will move some younger audiences and some, some older audiences, some 45 year old dudes who are, you know, probably gave this four stars on Letterboxd and all they do is watch a horror movie a day. Mm-hmm. Like the those takeaway, type of guys, you know what I mean? The takeaway though, is that it's so subjective that it's almost 
Mm-hmm. You're critiquing yourself in a way. When you critique a film, you reveal more about yourself, yourself where you're film. at in the world than the actual film itself. Because it's true. It's subjective again, you know. Right. I and mean, that's that's what's funny. And I don't think people understand that. I don't think that people kind of under don't get that like uh your reactions to films are more about you than the film itself. Yeah, that's what these so, critics don't get. They don't realize it's like you're not critiquing the film, what you're doing is revealing yourself to the rest of us. Yeah, right. And that's what I feel about all of these, all of these like other, you know, podcasts. We got podcast beef now with everybody now. (laughs) Like all these, a lot of these podcasts that do like film stuff and talk about film, like um, there's there's a lot of them. They just like, like they don't understand that like their reviews are, are they're an indictment or, you know, maybe indictment's too strong of a word, but like their reviews speak to who they are more than the film itself and like and it's well, like the a adult lot of- babies we talk about we know people on facebook who the types of movies they love or that they love everything right. that reveals everything. what type of person you are you either are, right thin-skinned which, if you're somebody who says but, see, i don't want to be so cynical because someone who loves everything it's like you so, might be a better person than me i don't know you know what i mean like I i'm just like, a cynical I- I feel like no, like I feel like I feel like that's delusional though. Like I feel like that person. I agree, but like there's levels, there's there's like extremes on every end. Like if you're negative all the time, that's a delusion. Like that's a that's a mess. You probably should like seek some sort of therapy. One, Um, I mean, there's a lot to be negative about. But at the same time, in order for you to exist and continue to be like a healthy human being, like you have to like be able to see uh, uh, the good that exists in, in the world, not just all, all the surrounded by all the negative. You have to, you have to find a way to cope with the situation. Makes you a more well-rounded, and well-rounded person, right? Person you got equipped to deal with the harsh realities of perspective. Is important. World. But you know, perspective. here's what I was getting at there. Take a Forrest Gump who likes everything or, and this is probably going to get me in trouble with my own wife who works with special ed kids and shit. I volunteered at special Olympics before or whatever, but people are so touch. Everything's a landmine. Point being, how critical are people with Down syndrome about stuff? They, they seem like most things just like, oh, that was cool. That's an experience. And of course, they have comfort zones. Right. But I mean, as far as like I have a my wife has a cousin who has autism. He's like 30 something. But all he does is watch Disney movies all day. Right. Fucking perfectly content and loves them. And you can almost make an analogy between him and some of those people we know on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of, I don't want to say right. an insult to them because then it's like ableist, but I'm saying they're just not sophisticated people. And right. should we demand that everyone be sophisticated or just be happy for this dude who likes everything? That's I don't think we credit question yeah, for the day. Right. I don't think there's, it's not about demanding, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. For or sure. Or even encourage or urge people to be. <laughs> right. You, it's just more about, it's a more about like, like just um, wanting people to sort of like delve a little deeper you know what i'm saying just in general like you don't have to go like That's truth right there you know like it's just like everything is so surfacey right mm-hmm. like all you know every, it's surface level stuff and i feel like again those people that are like the in the crowd in the camp of let people like things are just that's that is a thin-skinned person like right. to me now at least that at least they're that sentiment is rooted in like a thin-skinned sort of perspective so, and those are the people who as william burroughs said just eat off mm-hmm. the end of the newspaper spoon and stuff too they don't like you said mm-hmm. look beyond what they're being given whatever if you're content with the news you're getting you're content with the propaganda etc we got problems so yeah that's a good reason i guess to encourage people to even approach something like film 
And like, I don't know about you, but like, we live in a world and society um, where like people being angry about shit is a sane response. Like that is a sane, right. legitimate response to an insane society. The people who aren't, the people that, th- that is not a sane response. You need to, uh, you need to ask yourself like, like uh, uh, why are you so comfortable and content with the world that we live status in? Status quo, yeah. The status I mean, quo. Like- interesting because I've been studying the Stoics a lot, mm-hmm. Seneca, you know, et cetera, um, mm-hmm. Marcus Aurelius. And what they would urge you to do, though, is not let emotion rule you. So, yes, you should have valid, justified anger, but how you act on it can't be emotional. And that's a big problem we have now is that too many people are acting emotionally. They don't get the balance that be calculated in how you react and just controlled and disciplined in your reaction. Right. So some people might appear that they aren't mad about something, but it's just that they're not fucking ranting about it on Facebook every day or whatever. You know, it doesn't mean that they're. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily have a problem with like the concept of stoicism necessarily. Right. Um, I do think that like most people, though, who love stoicism, are like practicing an unhealthy and now i'm not saying you what i'm talking about in general mm-hmm. right a lot of people that are attracted to stoicism i do jeet kune do i study shit to take what's good from it right 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 and i'm not again this isn't about you mm-hmm. i'm just talking about in general like i've right. noticed like like people will use something like a concept like stoicism right and they'll use that to to like uh uh be like emotionally unhealthy and what i mean by that is like like emotional maturity to disconnect right to completely disconnect completely be like that's like that's not healthy you know what i'm saying like i'm stoic that's why i don't care about right right right. a human being experiences all the emotions on the emotional spectrum right and like you have to process them and you have to as as a as someone who is sort of has an as as an sense of like emotional awareness and someone who has emotional maturity, you should be able to sort of identify those moments. Emotional intelligence. They right. Emotional intelligence is yeah. important, too. But emotional intelligence, I feel like emotional intelligence is important when you're uh, uh, it's important across the board. But it's really important dealing when like with others too. dealing with other people. Yeah. Human yeah. interactions. Like right? that's when emotional intelligence comes into play even more. It's yeah. even more critical in those type of scenarios. But, but you're talking like, about just how you process your own right just like how you process your emotions right you have to understand yourself and you have to like learn to like i can't you can't bottle shit up you know what i'm saying you have to like you have to go through it understand why you know let yourself feel it but then do it in a way that's constructive and healthy and that's not like uh uh, abusive to yourself or to others you know what i mean like and i feel like so a lot of people that i see with stoicism because i learned that like i feel like i feel like culturally like that was just sort of um something that like men in general got got taught but i remember coming up like yo you just you, you just go through it you know what i'm saying like you don't yeah, yeah. you don't show shit you know and like i had to like un- bear it is something yeah, yeah i had to like unlearn that shit you know what i'm saying like, i had to unlearn that because it's like no 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 like i'm i'm somebody who deals i can like deal with pressure mm-hmm. and but like i understand but i also understand that like i'm not a robot like you yeah. know what i'm saying and, but and some like, things are like all right take i don't know where you want to go with this but take wearing a mask Mm-hmm. There's again always a grade and a spectrum to these things mm-hmm. because someone could have a reaction to wearing a mask. I don't like it. If they think it offends their sense of freedom to be told to wear a mask or whatever, you know. So, I mean, the mandates, I don't know if we should have any mandates. We should incentivize behavior. Like maybe they could have came up with a way to incentivize wearing a mask, but maybe I'm losing like, my point here. It, um, 
No, I know, no, no. I, I understand what you're saying on some level. I mean, on some level. Well, you're you saying that it? what you are willing to take, to grin right. and bear it. Sometimes you grin and bear it for the betterment of others, not yourself. Right. That's right. altruistic. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to be able to discern what you're willing to put up with and why. A lot of people, if they don't like something, they just have this visceral reaction to it and fuck it. You know right. what I mean? And that's, right. again, just surface thinking and a lack of emotional awareness or intelligence intelligence yeah facts facts and 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 now i'll try to some somewhat kind of come back to to x uh uh i feel like um just the people who like this movie um more power to them like for sure i don't i don't care if you like this or i don't care if you hate this me i'm just sort of like kind of like yeah you know like this this kind of like i saw it i was exposed to it um, I wish I saw it at home. Um, mm-hmm. I went to the theater, and as I was like going into mine, I looked over and saw eight forty-five, The Godfather. I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's back out. I didn't know The like, Godfather was on the fucking. Oh yeah, because the anniversary, it's like fiftieth anniversary. Or but I don't think like I've that. ever saw it on the big screen. Yeah, I need to see that. I would have done that instead of this, and easily yeah. watch this shit at home. But again, like you said, it's good Me to too. support these smaller films. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and also, you know, I feel like this movie just kind of. Um, it does have some moments, like some interesting moments uh, about uh, which is why I guess is again, like I'm done. Like I'm ready for horror movies to move beyond pastiche. Stop setting movies in the 70s. Set movies That's now. Ty West's vibe, though. You know? Yeah, I don't care, Ty West. Set mm-hmm. movies now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm done with like it's like like this is me, though. This is again, this is you me. know why, though? I Because well, people will say cell phones. I don't care deal with the realities of now right cell phones when is it, why but, they do it but texas, is, i was about to say that's kind of yeah, cheap and but easy texas chainsaw massacre right mm-hmm. this is first of all this movie whole aesthetic was from the og texas chainsaw sure. massacre we know that right texas chainsaw massacre was set during the time it was shot like it, it was like still 70s era like 60s 70s it was within the vicinity right right it wasn't like a period piece in no kind of way right um filmmakers today have to start doing that like you deal with the times that you live in now like fuck all of this aesthetic shit you got to make it work you know what i'm saying like that's just that's just me like i feel that way like i just you know like it's not like i'm just passionate about that i'm like nah man if you want to write a movie stop avoiding the cell phone shit Mm -hmm. like just put it in there like stop doing this shit like because like there's so much things that we live in a different world now we live in a different world. Incorporate those ideas into the movie. Like we do, we do I'd like have to see more films. movies do that, but I think there's room for the pastiche as well, too. But I get why you're tired of it. It is a trope. I mean, and a lot of people a- do do it because they're dodging that. But at the same time, he's trying to do a bit of a boogie West, nights here where Ty, it's Ty West made check, seven you know? horror films before <laughs> this movie. He's got to get it out of his system. Or, or don't, whatever, don't. But just understand right. that if that's, I'm not really going to care. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's just me, though. He's not going to lose any sleep over that. But, like, I've seen... Ty what West are examples movie. of great modern horror movies that handled a cell phone well to take it out of the Pulse? equation? Pulse, the Japanese one. Like, uh, Pulse. That was, you know, it like, It's an EMP I mean, blast or something? No, 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 no. It, it, it had to do with, uh, you know, like, it, it incorporated, like, the internet computers and shit. You know, like... Like there's movies that like even okay I wouldn't say it follows because it follows doesn't really do it because it it it, it what it does a weird thing of of making it sort of set 
in yeah, a world that's it's timeless. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like because they don't really incorporate phones. They have a fake like Which is super shell pastiche, thing. really. Right. Right. That's, pastiche, it, it at follows, least be in the period. Right. It follows kind of cheats in a big way where they're like, we're just not going to use it. So they don't really do it. Like there's still like John Carpenter do this. I like I think personal shoppers. Great. Like, I think personal shoppers. I got to see that. It's on my list. Like, you know, like I love personal shopper. Well, uh, what did it do specifically? Because I don't give a fuck about spoilers. Um, I think it's just cell phone issue. The cell, first of all, the, the way that director specifically shoots cell phones is like he's just really good at it. Like, so it's just like, like it just it's part of the world. Like, it's just part of the characters, part of what the character. Like, we live in 2022. Like, our whole lives like are dramatically influenced by the use of smartphones now, to the point where like if you walk out of the house on your fucking smartphone, you feel like you you left uh, an appendage. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's part of everyday life. Like, this podcast will be listened to on somebody's fucking smartphone. Like, if you're going to make... If, he could have easily had the director takes everybody's cell phones and locks them in a box because he doesn't want anyone leaking footage of the movie he's making or something. And then there's, there's ways he's the first work. guy to get killed and no one could get their phone out of the box or some but, shit. I'm saying you could easily... But here's the thing, something. though. Here's the thing, though. There's ways around that. But but why even do all that? There's been plenty of positions. There's been I know of you. I don't know about you, but I know I've been in plenty of situations where I had my phone and it was of no use to me. Like yeah. I could I could use it. I can contact people. The only but problem is it feels if I saw a movie do that, I'd be like, that's some lazy shit. It just didn't work. There's no signal. I mean, no, no, we no, did no. the no signal thing in stray. No, I didn't say remote, no signal. You know? I didn't say no signal. I said that it worked and it was still mm. of no use to me. Oh, I got you. Because like you could still call people, but it yeah. really was of no use because it's like where you were at. You're in the middle That's of fucking nowhere. Like it still takes. I don't a, know the address of the place. He I don't know the address. Up. The guy who has died. Yeah. Right, right. There's also plenty of scenarios in my That's life. That's scarier. Right. It's like you could call somebody and be like, "Help!" and they can't help you. And also, if you're in imminent danger, like if you're in imminent danger, right? Like, how fast can you contact someone on a cell phone before that imminent danger? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's still a window of time. So it's like the cell phone is like this one thing that like people are like, oh, what do you do? It's like, what it's are you doing? It's kind of lazy again. You don't want to think yeah. about what you do. So you just cut it out and right. put it in the 70s or whatever. Like yeah. people, people, people get scared today when they're out in the dark and they have cell phones that are fully charged. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, or you call the cops or, and they take six hours. To they talk up. the cops don't show up. Like there's all sorts of ways where you do not have to like ride around having cell phones. Mm. But again, like, yeah, this idea that like, Oh, or what? Or fuck it. What if? What if you call and help does show up? Then what? And you know what? That's actually your Deus Ex, but it's not a Deus Ex. Right. Just took and the also, cops till the end of the movie to show up or whatever. But what know? if the help can't help? What if the right. help shows up and they're fucked too? Like you know, there's all sorts of ways that like filmmakers in the genre could sort of like incorporate now. And, and it's not just about the tech. It ain't just mm -hmm. about the tech, right? It's about like we live in an interesting time with all sorts of wild shit happening. Yeah, and the like phone is the, actually an interesting wrinkle or obstruction. You've got to think around, of a creative way to address. Right, but it gets around, like, setting films today, right, gets around the problems that I see with all of these films now, which is the presentism problem. Yeah. Because everybody's trying to make movies set in a past and apply the sort of social norms in the, in the, in the, in the types of, like, that, that are today. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even even with X, right, which X isn't isn't really an offender of this that mm -hmm. bad. But like the speech, which I actually like the speech that Brittany Snow has where she's talking about, like, we have sex and like it's for people to like, you know, like it, it was very while 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 it works. It's not like something that's going to take me out of the film, but it did have that presentism in it. 
because it was about that that notion and that idea. Like we're so, to agree. People, there were people in the '60s who thought that. So yeah, there was there was people in the '60s that had the free love, but that ethos. Sure there were people even prior to that. I mean, right? But that ethos. This is a subculture. Is the point? These are fringe people. This is a fringe people, right? Who aren't and expressing like the everyday opinion. So, like you said, it's not really. A, it's not, that, but I know not, what you mean. Right. And there was but a you, hint of that with it. Yeah. Right. It was just like sprinkled in there just enough where you kind of mm. like was like, mm, like you, you, especially like, if me, you're keyed in, like if the presentism is like a bone of contention of yours, then you're going right. to key in on any hint of it, you know? Right. And like, and even, and even like, let's talk about the filmmaker guy, RJ, right? <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, in the way. Cucked. Well, see, here's the thing though, like he handled that just wrong, dog. Like, but I feel like that was an interesting scene. Yeah, but that's, um, people usually handle shit wrong. Right, you're right. That's that, that's real though. Like, I that feel actually like felt good to me. And yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that moment, and I like the questions. I like the questions that it brought up about the characters and just about like what it what what like sort of like the viewer would think, what men, what certain men would think, what certain women would think in that situation. You know what he like, should have said? He should have said, all right, like, babe, if you're going to I, I get movie, to go, I get to shoot a scene next. Right. Yeah, like, I'm going to be in the movie and I'm the inbred brother who fucks all three of his sisters. <laughs> that's what you know what I'm said. saying? Like, I mean, if he would have, he, he did kind of, he went out like, a, <laughs> he went out like a sucker. Like he should have been like. But he was a sucker. Right. But he should have been like, all right, well, if you want to do that, like, first of all, okay. That's, a, like, that's like, instead of presentism, that's like, usism where we're applying our own standards and what we would have done to that character. It's like he was a character and he was a bitch, so he did a bitch. No, but I don't I don't think no I I'm not saying I'm not saying they should I like that part. Yeah yeah like I don't think it should be what how the way I would have responded to the situation. Just making sure that's clear. Yeah no no not at all. Yeah yeah Yeah. like I feel like I well like that's a good another aspect about movies is when you talk about like you know like I would have done this do you mean as the character or the filmmaker as as the filmmaker right, right right I mean, because because the average like I feel like the average person like, you know, like honestly, like the dude who was like the 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 42 year old dude, <laughs> like I felt a lot yeah. more in common with him. Like I had a very like I have very different sort of attitudes about. I did love that bit when he was like, they're all bad or whatever. Yeah, you know, I got. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I, I feel like it depended upon like your sort of personal like I could see people taking that the wrong way. I try and take everything as a character bit, though. It's like everything's not a fucking message. A filmmaker's not making a message with each. Character. I agree. Like, yeah. I agree. I agree. But I feel like, but I'm talking about. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about like, like the types right, right. of the types of responses you see to certain things that happen in film and TV and shit. Now, like I feel like that 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 line specifically, I could just see people misinterpreting. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about it. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. I, I, I like it. I like it too. But I feel like. I, I, I feel like it made people go shift in their seat. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's easy to make people shift in their seat. Yeah. It was an easy line, but I also felt too, that his character. I like that. I I liked it. You know, I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, um, because I feel like that guy, specifically that character, both the filmmaker guy and the, like the porn producer guy, like, I feel like that spoke to who they were as men, like mm-hmm. in age and age and sort of experience. And he's um, trying to manipulate them to. Right. Right. Thing and, I feel know. like, yeah, I feel like both of their sort of like it, it resonated as true to me. Like, okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. To these characters, mm-hmm. this is how they would respond. So, I mean, I like that a- a element of it. I just like, I just like the fact, like the conversations that could potentially be sparked from that outside mm-hmm. of the movie in terms of like people's attitudes about like sex and people's attitudes about like, you know, like people, people look to their partners as if they can like, uh, uh, as if they're like, 
objects and you can't oh really, yeah it's like real estate you're playing person. monopoly with people like wait right. you owe me rent if you right you can't you like, can't own another person like, right. i don't care who it is you can't your own children you don't own them yeah you're responsible for their livelihood and you're in there but you don't own anybody like right. you know what i mean and like that guy that's specifically that young filmmaker dude was just very like emotionally immature like also as most people was, are i mean your opinion was, while i agree with it is not held by the majority of people including probably my wife <laughs> you know what i'm saying like well, 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 people feel, so they feel if you get married that entitles you to some kind of say in what that other person does with their body which i wait, think hold, is ridiculous right but. right well hold up wait, wait, wait a minute though more on that that's a good topic more <laughs> on that uh uh i also feel the girl his girlfriend was also very emotionally immature and oh, yeah. you know what i mean and like when it comes to that that idea of like um like ha- like there's an it, a partnership when you're when you're in a relationship right it's an agreement right like like it we come like you have to together come to an agreement and determine what your negotiables and your non-negotiables are right so if you've already established what your negotiables are and your non-negotiables are in the moment, right? If you're presented with something that is already been predetermined as a non-negotiable at that point, you have to either say, all right, well, we took, we like, you understand this is an understanding between me and you. We've never had this discussion before, but we've it, like, when we came together, we said, well, we're going to be uh, 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 sexually monogamous with one another. That was the agreement. Now, if you want to change the terms of the agreement, Right. I think for okay, most people, can... it's an unspoken agreement. And the problem is most people who want to not be monogamous don't have the balls to have that conversation or right. because they know the relationship's going to crumble. And if everyone had that conversation, there'd be like 300 couples on earth because I mean, I most cases, one or the other dudes, most dudes can't stand the thought of some other dude fucking their woman. And yeah, feel, most feel women like, feel yeah. completely violated on an emotional level. If the guy like they're not enough, et cetera, just. It's a very small a, microcosm of people where you're going to match up and it works for both of you. And a lot of times they're fooling themselves too, where they think oh, they'd be cool with it. And then it happens. And, and then it happens and it's not. And, and again, I feel, I, I feel like, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like, and again, that speaks to sort of like um, people's like, again, it's, it's on an individual level, right? It's t- in terms of people's like sexual experience, their history, right. their maturity, you know, like Those are interesting um, movies to make, by the way, yeah, I love a saying. little French drama or some Bombach type shit or something where they're like, let's try this open. And it fucking doesn't work. Cause you yeah, know. that's the most interesting aspect of this movie. Right. That it, right. That was the, like, for me, that's the, that's the most interesting aspect of this movie was that whole, that whole scenario, that whole situation, and the and question his humor is that he could ask his girlfriend to hold a boom mic and watch this dude with the fucking mm-hmm. big cock fuck these chicks, and her not want him instead of you. Like, what were you thinking, dude? Little ego. Why didn't you get a buddy to do this shit? You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 Why right. But put it, your it, woman in that situation. You got he played with fire and got burned essentially. He he really did. He put his woman in the situation. He brought her into that situation. Right. Well, and it was his own again. His humor thinking debate- that he. Yeah, that's not she's not gonna want some other dude other than me i'm the shit I'm the but you gotta think about it like you gotta think about how selfish she was because she told she told like fucking the the one dude like i don't want to break up right <laughs> and to say it in front of everybody her emotional intelligence was like nil and it was like it was like wait a minute hold up you want your cake and eat it too okay, well here's like, the other thing i thought that she this was a passive aggressive way to break up with them because she's like fuck this guy for dragging me to this place I'm gonna. That, that's a layer you could potentially. Throw yeah, in there. I could see that. I could. Th- I could see the layer of her being like subconsciously right. wanting to break up. And, and this he could have maybe gave us one. She didn't want to do it. That, like she didn't. literally. 
Right. She literally verbalized that she didn't want to. So maybe this was her way subconsciously of getting him to do what she didn't want to do. Right. And maybe there's something on the cutting room floor and they're like, this Mm -hmm. feels too character driven. We just want a genre fest or something. Who knows? But right. um, That's a way. I don't I don't I don't think there is. I don't I don't really think Ty ties that like. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just not interested in that. Right. I don't think he's like that in depth of a writer. I think he's a writer out of out of necessity. Because he's a filmmaker, he wants control, mm-hmm. and he's a writer out of necessity. He's not a writer. Which I respect. Because, yeah, which I respect too. You know what I'm saying? But like, I feel like he's not like a writer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's Great not characters. Dope. Right, yeah. right, right. It's a vibe too, like you said. Right, but you know, he's he's capable. He's capable. Can we talk about the old ass people and why it looked like there was twenty year olds playing old people? Because they were. Because Mia Goth was two the two right. characters. That's she was I the thought. old one in the in, and then the I other thought it was guy. Her, and I thought that was silly. I was like, if he cast two crusty old people would have been creepier and better it took right. me out of it every time they it's looked like, like unless they, i wonder if it was makeup. supernatural for a second there because yeah it, when it shows the photograph it's like that's her right mm-hmm. like isn't that her i think that's I think, her i'm pretty sure it's her and then yeah she had to have played it i thought i didn't look it up but uh that, yeah she no, she played both characters right. yeah yeah she played, now, the, who played, she played the dude though the dude was totally separate that was a totally he seemed dude. young too none of them seemed like authentic yeah he was he's an man. older man but they put prosthetic old makeup on top of him so he's not as old as uh, what's the fucking scorsese movie the irishman oh they didn't that's the de-aging technique no i know i know they didn't do that but it still (laughs) has the same effect it has the same uncanny nero yeah yeah yeah. has a young man's face and he's stomping this guy out but it looks like an 80 year old stomping somebody out like what are we doing so this was the opposite effect where you look old as shit but it looks like a guy who's trying to walk gingerly. Like if you yeah, actually right. got some old heads for this shit, it would have been creepier and better and more authentic to me. Right. And it's like, yo, turning aging into an old person again in the A24 cinematic universe, mm-hmm. you turn to a physical monster. Yeah. Like these people look like David, like they're like yeah. Cronenbergian creatures. Yeah. Like these are not all know old, old people. They were probably right. healthier old people living on a farm. I know some. Shit. Like, I know some ancient humans right now that are walking around that don't look as bad as these people. Yeah, and I'm like, these people look like their flesh is melting off of their body. They like, should have like, had power lines over the house or something. They look, they the look like uh like basket <laughs> case, like from the yes. headlot or basket case movie. They look like that, like the what's the this little head, the fucking dude yes. in the basket. Ba- like, that's look- my profile picture on some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. What the fuck is the name of the, 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 the basket case? What the fuck is the name oh, of the, the name of the uh what is actual it? Actual creature? Yeah, it's like Bilal Damn. or no, is it Bilal. like Bilal? 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 Shirt, like, I think, yeah. but they look like 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 they yeah. look like he's their baby Some yeah. <laughs> like like she gave birth they look to like that. melting um newlywed candles or right some shit. exactly like, they look like they're they look like their flesh is like it's like just falling I'm off the dead bone. like they came like, out of the they, swamp zombies. Grave and sh- yeah. right they're zombies they're fucking zombies Which just took like, me out of it it's like i'm not scared if you really had some old ass people like some michael parks type motherfucker and then some old Ellen Burstyn or some shit. It could have been way better, I think. And then the Kid Cudi shit with the like the prosthetic dick. <laughs> like, first of all, it didn't work because like the pro. First of all, they gave him like like you could see it in silhouette, right? right. And it was like ridiculous. It was like an and eggplant, it, literally. But then, but then, like in his when you see him, and it's like, dude, if you were if you were packing like that, like it would be yeah. visible. He especially in boxers. Right. And then like even when he was having sex, like like that was if just you, for a laugh, I think. Yeah, I do too. But it was just like they were like showing them, and he had like mm-hmm. broke his stroke was like not 
it didn't add Kid up. Cuddy it's like, can't it's, fuck. Your stroke should have been like, dude's like way like farther from like, you know, but whatever, you know, it, it's movies. Right. But like, there's just little, it's just the little things. And maybe we see those things. Cause you know, we're just analytical and we've yeah. watched a million movies, but, uh, you could have called it's this just, podcast the nitpickers. Twitter right. The nitpick- I mean, I feel like Buzzkill is appropriate because we yeah, definitely are going to be some people. Will, oh, you guys don't like shit. But like to oh. me, this is like this is a fine movie. I, I gave it like two star, like two, two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Like it's, it's not like two and a half you know, feels right to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like enough for me to to like sh- completely shit on it. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, let's, um, let's talk about your letterbox system. I've always mm-hmm. thought I almost think if you make a movie, you get a star. Right. Making a movie is hard as fuck. I think you get a star for effort. I think you get a star, but that from that star you could take you away. You can lose it, yeah. So you can make... it could go from a star to a half a star, but for like sure. off rip you get the star because you. Is make there any movies. such thing as a zero star in your uh, mind, even if Daughterbox won't let you? Other than Cactus those Cactus. are rare. No stars are rare. There are movies that I won't. There are movies that I don't give a star rating. Like I didn't give the Ben Margera movie a star rating because All I feel right. like I feel like it. It, I feel like Haggard, like what could you even it transcends right. star ratings? Like it's right. like like you can't it's even not a, like, that's not what it's about being right. good or not. It's like it's <laughs> like right. It's like and then I will not rate MCU movies at all because I don't even like bother. Like I don't rate them. I'll watch them, but I won't rate them. Like they're all I the like same. All of them a two. Like I don't they're all the same. Like it's not yeah. even I I I quit like you know, and they felt like well, it's not super man. You know, people get mad because of Scorsese shit, you know, when they know what he meant. They know exactly what he meant. Like they I don't view the, this not really it's not cinema. Like, yeah, it's a movie, but it's not cinema, dog. Like like it's not trying to do anything truly interesting. There's no provocation. And that's it. fine. Here's right. the thing though. People think that like because I say it's not cinema that I like it's like it shouldn't exist or like right. people shouldn't enjoy it. And he no. wasn't saying that either. Right. Enjoy it. Watch it. I don't give a shit if you love that shit. That's fine, bro. Like um, the only I just, reason I watch shit like that now is my kid. Exactly. That's kid, why I wouldn't even fuck with Marvel anymore. And I was a massive comic book. I was the same Marvel way when kid. I grew up, when I was growing up as a kid, I loved all this Marvel shit. Yeah. And guess what? If I was my kid's age right now, I'd love all the new shit right now. Exactly. It's and I watched it with him. where you are in life. Like, it was where yeah. you are in life. But if you're if you're 40 or 30 and you're watching them shits, I don't get it. I mean, but hey, whatever, more power to you. If you want to watch Not only if you're shit. watching them, but you're giving them five stars and crying. Five stars and, and crying. Yeah, like I was brought to tears. I'm like, yo. Again, baby, <laughs> baby brain shit, bro. Like it's that I'm kind of jealous, to be honest. Some ignorance is bliss type shit, you know. Like I'm you know, like with knowledge. It's also like how could how could this like corporate made sort of product that's like churned off of a factory line, assembly line, factory style, is like how is this like the pinnacle of? Like art to you? How it's is this? You're a kid a, with pubic hair, and it's still right. playing hey, how, to the oh child. We gotta get away from the kid with pubic hair. Oh my god! Uh, so, if you if you didn't have more such scary. a reaction to it, that's, that's why more I scary. It back. That's more scary than all of X. Like that's that, my next that, horror movie. That's just so fucked up. Like I don't even want to think about it. But but on some real <laughs> shit, like like um, yeah, like it's just a it's just it's just one of those movies for me that's just like like I understand why people enjoy this, but I just I just it's fine. It's fine. Let me say I this, know. though. We should talk it. I don't know when the buzzer is going to go off. Probably soon, but maybe over time we'll talk about it more. I do want to dig into sudden death. America's, yeah, sudden death. <laughs> sudden death. <clears throat> like Van Damme. Um, we'll talk about it in the sudden death. <laughs> I want to dig in to America's puritanical issues with sex. 
the fact that Arnold can blow a hundred fucking heads off and everyone's cool with it. The MPAA is cool with it or whatever. Yet you show a couple nipples, let alone heaven forbid a dick and people can't see this movie. Like, what is that all about? So I appreciate any movie that actually has adult shit in it. Like you said, this is a neutered version of it, especially when you're talking about pornography, but you could argue that's tasteful to, you know, to, not make it about that. It's more about these filmmakers. They happen to be making this kind of movie that America is a pu- America is a is a puritanical society. It's a, it's a puritanical nation. It was founded on those principles. They you know left what I mean? England because it wasn't puritanical, puritanical enough. enough. You know what I'm saying? They like were like, the we want, they were like, we want religious freedom. It's like what? Like actually, no. You wanted more like uh, uh what is it, religious extremism. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So Basically, the God Hates Fags Westboro Baptist Church came over on the Mayflower. You know, I mean, and it's just, it's just, it's in, it's very, it's in the very fabric of this nation, right? Where it's like, for some reason, it's like something that's perfectly natural. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>